uh, I'll deliver here. I keep my promises. Uh, it seems kind of fitting to be this the place where we would go ahead and break some news on the Nefarious movie because the movie Nefarious is happening because of this show. Uh, the exposure that Glenn gave uh, my book and Nefarious Plot back in 2016 is what led to this moment. Well, this week um, we are supposed to be getting the rough cut, uh, which is the, the editor's first attempt to put the film completely together uh, for review by the directors. We're supposed to be getting that this week, uh, which will now greatly accelerate the finishing of the movie. I've had I have like had nothing to do with the actual production of this movie. Even for me, tangentially living vicariously through you, this seems surreal. It does. I'm 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 the most nervous and excited about almost anything other than having a child I've ever been in my entire life. It's like Christmas. <laughs> Let's hope it's a good Christmas. Independence past, present, and future. It is a special Independence Day show here from those of us at the Steve Day Show. Filling in today here on the Glenn Beck Program. These days, you use your personal information to do just about everything, especially when you're online. But with all that information just floating out there, it can make the Internet a practical goldmine for identity thieves. Actually, that's, that's not fair to gold miners. Mining is actually hard work. Stealing your identity is dangerously easy. It's also incredibly costly and terribly frustrating if you get hacked. Now is an easy time to join up with LifeLock and... Help protect yourself with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock monitors your information and alerts you to personal identity threats. And if you are a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock. They can't protect you from everything. Nobody can, but they're the best in the business in my book. 800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 25% off your first year. Identity theft protection starts here. Pleased to be back for another hour here on the Glenn Beck program. We are the Steve Day Show. We are typically the follow-up act to Glenn Beck here on Blaze TV. You can subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash dace, just 10 bucks a month. You can get uh, our exclusive content and everybody else's here 
at Blaze TV for just 10 bucks a month. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon. It's everywhere until they'll censor it and get rid of it. Uh, follow me. Look for either Steve Dace or Steve Dace Show on all of the socials there. Facebook, Twitter, MeWe, Parlor, Gab, Getter. Uh, what else? Trump's Truth Social. Uh, my oldest daughter, uh, Anastasia, is now running our TikTok and Instagram pages because I'm pushing 50 and I don't want to learn anything new now. So I hired her to do it instead. By the way, proud daddy moment. She wrote her first column for The Blaze yesterday and it got published. I had no idea. I mean, I, my job to be pretty informed. I had no idea, guys, that Drag Queen Storytime Hour was like a national coordinated movement. Like, I, I had no idea. And it's in over half the states. Uh, and in half of the states it's in are states that voted for Trump once or twice. Like, neighboring Nebraska as a chapter of Drag Queen Storytime Hour. I just spoke over there a couple of months ago to a huge Patriots group over there. So that is a good segue to bringing on our guest for our roundtable portion of the conversation this hour. Next hour, we're going to hear from a founding father, John Adams, by the miracles of modern technology. John Adams is going to join us next hour to warn us about the future of American liberty. Uh, we'll get to that, American independence, next hour. But let's talk about the present state of things. We looked at the past last hour going through the Declaration of Independence. We're going to still make a big announcement later in the show about helping to preserve our heritage, our past, to, uh, to not... Uh, to, or to listen to the warning of the prophet of old who said, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. And we'll give you a big announcement about that coming up in the next hour of the show. But let's bring, on our own pro bring in our own prophet of woe and lamentation, that is. Uh, our good friend and colleague here at The Blaze, Daniel Horowitz. Good to see you, brother. Happy Independence Day weekend to you. How are you? Happy Independence Day. And Steve, we have one goal here. Do not get Glenn in trouble. <laughs> All right? That's, that's going to be, that's why you're here. <laughs> because I, I can blame it on you, right? Hey, it's the guy that just got permanently banned from Twitter, or at least until October when Elon Musk takes over. It was his fault. All right, it was this, uh, it was this Daniel Horowitz you gave me. You did get permanently banned from Twitter today, or at least again until October when Elon Musk takes over. Um, where are you going to be now? Where, I mean, you're writing over at, at Conservative Review because now a lot of the now a lot of the data about the, the PSYOP and experimentation that has been going on via Pfizer and Moderna, this stuff is now coming out all over the place now. And we're even seeing, we're even seeing more places, the British Medical Journal, the New England Journal of Medicine of the UK is, is getting much more bolder and confrontational and coming out in opposition to what's going on here. So we're even seeing cracks now within the academic community about what's going on, which is ironic. Now's the time that you're getting banned when they probably should have banned you like a year ago. Now, 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 like people with like real titles and abbreviate and, you know, initials after their name are speaking out. So where, where can people find your ongoing search for the truth here? Sure. I'm not going to lie. After 11 years, it's kind of disorienting. It's like you disappear overnight, uh, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of reams of content. But, you know, it's, it's nothing compared to doctors that overnight you lose your license for speaking the truth. Military service members, overnight you lose your career as a pilot, as a special operator for simply not kissing the cow, Vaca, uh, Hosea 13-2, the idol of kissing the Vaca. Uh, and that's really what it is. It's an idol because, as you noted, the more illogical it gets, it's now out in the open a hundred times over for a full year, negative efficacy, 
terrible dangers, and it doesn't matter. They just bought another 3.6 billion worth of a future shot that doesn't even have a clinical trial. So for now, the COVID stuff, I have COVID truth bombs as a Telegram channel um, on Getter for now at Daniel underscore Horowitz. Um, so we'll have to see where we land. But but Steve, this is out in the open. CDC just published in their weekly mortality and morbidity uh, review that potential harms after vaccination, the evidence for serious adverse events is it's it's very uncertain because of the indirectness and the short duration of the follow-up, only 31% of the trial participants received those three, and there are serious concerns of imprecision because of the study size, and also we have no data on prevention of COVID-associated hospitalizations or asymptomatic SARS-CoV-2 infection. They say that openly, and uh, it's going in the arms of babies, and that will become part of the childhood vaccination schedule, which becomes a de facto mandate for most people who have a pediatrician. So let's just take this as just one, one piece of evidence and have a broader conversation about the current state of things, the current state of American independence. You mentioned what's going on in the military. Any moment now, we could get simultaneous announcements from the military that they're going to purge tens of thousands of, of actively enlisted because they won't get an experimental jab. This is in violation of the Uniform Code of Military uh, Justice. That's why there was a high-profile case in San Diego recently where a naval officer actually beat the Navy when he pointed out, hey, you're in violation of the UCMJ. You can't experiment on me with a non-FDA-approved vaccine. And what you are injecting is not the the actual fully authorized and approved FDA-approved vaccine. This is experimental. He won that case. Nevertheless, the Pentagon is poised at any moment here to purge tens of thousands of soldiers because I don't believe this is about the vaccine. I believe this is about, it's a test of compliance. It is a test of what, 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 what soldiers here, no matter what we tell them, will quote, just follow orders and which ones will not. Which ones will conscientiously object and which ones will not. So it's not about a jab, it's a litmus test. And so they're about to purge tens of thousands of patriots from the military at a time that enlistment is struggling. And then the FDA at any moment here is about to approve a new regulatory process by which they will no longer even have control groups for further testing of COVID uh, inge- experimental injections. What, what does a study without a control group looks like? It looks like I'm decided I'm going to study who likes Steve Dace. And I, I just found a bunch of people who currently do. And then I went out and found, because they, they said we're going to, well, maybe the control group would be people who took the, the previous injections. So I will go find people who used to like Steve Dace and have liked me longer. And lo and behold, I came back with this study, Daniel, 90% efficacy, 99% efficacy. Everybody likes Steve Dace. That's what the FDA is going to do as a wholly owned subsidiary of Pfizer and to a lesser degree, Moderna. And, and so th- to me, I would like you to explain to our audience what does this mean, the, the loss of bodily autonomy at this molecular level? What does it tell us about the current state of American independence? Steve, this is the vexing question of our generation. You know, Thomas Paine said it's a perversion of terms to suggest that a charter gives you rights, such as the Constitution, for example. The Constitution, at the end of the day, is only backed by the willingness of the people to abide by it. 
well, what happens when one side just says, screw that, we're doing what we want? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we're celebrating this weekend. And that's the Declaration of Independence. That's even more foundational because that demonstrates your rights are inherent. They come from God. Now, in that, that those beautiful 201 words of the preamble, okay, the work of, of Franklin and Jefferson and Adams, Livingston, Roger Sherman, five guys, 201 words. I count about six or seven governing principles there. What government must do, what they could optionally do with jurisdictional and popular sovereignty and Republican representation and what they must never do. And we we tend to understand what they are, but there's that, what I call the seventh principle of the preamble, the one no one wants to talk about, but it, it gets back to what gives that charter, the constitution, any degree of teeth. And that is when there's a long train of usurpations, it is your right, indeed your duty to rebel against that and form a new government. And that is where we are, okay? We, we are there by a million, times a million. Uh, King George was not preventing you from going to church, covering your breathing holes, injecting experimental stuff into your body. He wasn't doing any of that. It was a handful of taxes. But John Adams understood that the only maxim to preserve liberty is to nip the shoots of arbitrary power in the bud. So they understood that you have to fight back while you still can. Mm. And that's what they did. In other words, but if you wait until it's obvious that you have to, it is at that point too late. It is too late. So I think I don't think we need to convince this audience that by a mile, we are at that point of the long train of uh, usurpations because everything that a government must do, they repudiate. They let the criminals out. They invade your, your own country. Okay, so the security, they fund every other person's border, every, every other country's border, except for our own. Another 800 million this morning to Ukraine for reasons only just Allah the, knows. There. Yeah. And then the things that they must not do, the core life, liberty and property, there is quite literally nothing that they could call for now under the guise of public health or just in general, you're a threat. You are a threat. I had someone on the show yesterday, Dr. Andrew Huff, on my podcast, who uh, he was one of the whistleblowers who first identified Peter Daszak as the origin of the gain-of-function research because he worked with him at EcoHealth Alliance. He has the FBI, he, he alleges the FBI broke into his home six times and is constantly surveilling him. He has committed no crime. If you are a political opponent, there is nothing they cannot do to you. We all understand that we need to do something, but this is our question. What do we do? How do we regain that independence? And a lot of people think that's a cute throwaway line. Let me read to you from my state's constitution, Article 6 of the Maryland Declaration of Rights. Whenever the ends of government are perverted and public liberty manifestly endangered and all other means of redress are ineffectual, which is clearly true today, the people may and of right ought to reform the old or establish a new government. The doctrine of non-resistance against arbitrary power and oppression is absurd, slavish, and destructive of the good and happiness of mankind. And where's that from? Article 6 of the Maryland... That's in the Maryland State Constitution. So you are... are, You're getting to... uh, the, the biggest fear I have right now, and, I, and you've known me for a long time, I'm not 
driven by fear very much on any level. Uh, my my big temptation is to is to not go big and go home every single time. Okay, but I I have one fear, and I've I've spoken to two different Reagan dinners in the last couple of months. Uh, one over in Hillsdale, and the other in uh, in Montana, Billings, Montana, over the weekend. And I articulated the same fear to that audience. When we come back, I want to share it with you guys and get each of you guys' take on it. All right, we'll do that here in a moment. Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and Elizabeth Warren, they're all attacking America's tech innovators. The left's bill, S-2992, would take away the digital tools small businesses rely on, empower China to beat America in the race for new technologies, and increase the risk of cyber attacks. When liberals attack America's tech innovators, they're really attacking everyday Americans and Main Street businesses. American jobs, America's security, and the online privacy of the American people are all on the line. Why would Senate conservatives support this liberal agenda that threatens American innovation? We need to stop Pelosi, Schumer, Warren, and the rest of the D.C. liberals from taking away our technology and making China stronger at America's expense. Call the U.S. Senate today at 202-224-3121. Tell Senate Republicans to oppose S-2992. ProtectingTaxpayers.org, paid for and authorized by Taxpayers Protection Alliance. All right, back here on the Glenn Beck Program. We're the Steve Day Show filling in for the Glenn Beck Program here. We're normally the show after Glenn Beck here on Blaze TV, but uh, today we're filling in and doing our, for you, for the first time, our special annual Independence Day show that we do each year on our show, but we're doing it here for the Glenn Beck Program audience instead, and it's a little different than what we typically do. Uh, we're ca- taking a, a, a bigger picture look at the state of American independence, past, present, and future. Last hour, we looked at the past, the Declaration of Independence, where it all began, this hour, we're looking at the present state of things. And, and, and this is my fear about where we are with the present state of things. And, and I've communicated it in two Reagan dinners I've keynoted in two different parts of the country here in the last month or two, guys. I, I, I am an ugly American. Proudly, guys. Proudly. Okay? Like, I can tell you it is 64 days until Michigan football begins. I mean, I, I can tell you Big Ten football media days are July the 26th. I have my Phil Steele college football sitting at home on my table waiting for me to indulge here over the long Independence Day weekend. At night, I fire up my MLB The Show and play the entire 162-game Detroit Tigers season and playoffs because I make the playoffs every year. And I've done this for like 20 years. Okay, I, I, I am the ugly American. I have a, I, Costco's the greatest place on earth. It's everything you don't need, but in bulk. And you know, what do you always say about me, Todd? I have the palate of, an, of a 12-year-old? Correct. Correct, yes. All right, so I am the ugly American. I like the accoutrements of being an American. We were going over what we're doing this holiday weekend, right? You're taking your daughter to the University of Arkansas, Todd, yes. where she's going to be a scholarship athlete in track and soccer this fall, Correct. right? Aaron's got a big family reunion coming in. I've got three movies I want to go see, okay? I mean, I like this thing called being an American. I, I like 
the the benefits we get from it i so when i say what i'm about to say it is for fee out of fear not incur I, I want to stop history ending in this place because i think everything that daniel just articulated is true and so here's so let's 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 start with what history tells us what happens when it, when a civilization gets here there has never in the history of our species ever been a peaceful transfer of liberty and wealth and property from one culture to another or from one sector of a culture to another. It's just never happened. And, and it won't happen here. It'll never happen in all of human history. And I, and I feel as if we've got this duopoly where on one end, the spirit of the age has prompted the Democrat side of things to just cast off all restraint, go way off the, the, the limb and, and way over the cliff and ride both the 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 pilot seat and the caboose of the crazy train with no brakes all gas no brakes and then over here on the right there's this increasing sense of a lack of representation a lack of hope desperation and now the 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 financial stuff that they used to bribe us with isn't as valuable as it used to be inflation's at at least 15 percent. interest rates have doubled we right our currency's getting debased Oh, by the way, we want you to chest bind your daughters and castrate your sons for us. And if you don't agree, we'll just go ahead and have them do it in secret at the school. Right? I just, what happens when no restraint equals hopelessness and desperation? And those are the two sides that are in a conflict in a culture. How does that end? I'll just, you know, so we don't get Glenn in too much trouble. Poorly. Poorly is how that ends. Okay. More Americans died in Antietam still to this day than any other singular event. Poorly is how it ends. And I feel right now in this present window, guys, with the other side, literally, they've gone from lying to us to the, they're just the devil in a red unitard with a pitchfork now. And their policies are so unpopular, so destructive. All the stuff that we used to warn our audiences about, if you grew up listening to Glenn, you would hear him say stuff like, like what I would hear him say. Years from now, let me tell you what they really mean. And years from now, that if, if we give them the chance, they're going to do blank, right? Right? They're doing the blank. It's down. That, that stuff that, that, that Glenn and Rush and all these guys warned us for years, they would do if given the chance is the now. That's, that's now happening. And so my fear is we have this window to resist this if we get real representation. What happens if we miss this window? Well, let's not discuss that. Let's discuss how we don't. Next. The Glenn Back Program. If you own a business, this has been a bumpy ride from pandemic to inflation. I'm sure you could use a break. If your business has five or more employees and survived COVID, you're eligible to receive a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee. The challenge is getting your hands on it. Hi, I'm Howard Mackler, and that's why I founded GetRefunds.com to cut through the red tape and get you the money. Our tax attorneys are specialists in this little-known payroll tax refund program. We do all the work, charge not a dime up front, and simply share a percentage of the cash that we get for you. Businesses of all types qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, and even those that had increases in sales. 
Don't lose out on up to $26,000 per employee. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited period of time. The team at GetRefunds.com has already returned over a billion dollars to businesses, and we can help you too. Just go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and answer a few questions. That's GetRefunds.com. No risk, high reward. GetRefunds.com. Your daily antidote to the socialism virus. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. Breaking news from the U.S. Supreme Court. Apparently, open borders. um, An illegal alien invasion. That is the new prime civil sacrament replacing baby killing. Or at least I'm not sure how else to um, read. Uh, John Roberts and Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, both voting for Dobbs and in Kavanaugh's case to overturn Roe last week. So that had been all of our lives, gentlemen, the great civil sacrament of the age, baby killing. They voted to overturn that and in Robert's case, severely limit, restrict it to then turning around a couple of days later and voting for uh, the lawlessness to continue the invasion at the border. So I guess we only can receive that to now mean that new civil sacraments just dropped here heading into Independence Day weekend. Uh, The uh, broke... And no longer woke uh, is the baby killing. Uh, Never-ending invasion, open borders is the new hotness. I guess that's how we read that. Which brings me back to uh, the lament that was loosely framed as a question that I aired before we broke. This present state of liberty. We have a window, I believe, right now where there is so much public backlash against an honest, unvarnished look at what the spirit of the age really wants to do to our way of life and society. But do we have an answer, gentlemen, other than vote GOP no matter what? Do we have an answer other than make Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell uh, your, your, your new, hero, new conservative heroes? Do we have an answer other than don't uh, watch uh, Lindsey Graham not to get to the bottom of it on Sean Hannity tonight? Do we have an answer other than wait for Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump to be president two and a half years from now? Maybe. Do we have an answer better than that? Daniel, first that goes to you. What say you? So, Steve, obviously you're right about the the imminent nature of this. On the one hand, we have we've never had a better opportunity. On the other hand, the noose is tightening. So what they're doing on Twitter, they're about to do in real life. Um, with them designating us as terrorists, and they will shut us up, and we can't even fight back uh, politically. But here's the reality. There is one difference between the revolution and now. We already have a structure, the legacy of Madison's design, the doctrine of least magistrate, that we have 3,000 counties, and then we have 50 states that really, I mean, you look at the founders, and they say everything except for external affairs, foreign affairs and commerce and military, they um, they rule the roost on all internal affairs. And that is where we need to focus. We need national divorce. And national divorce doesn't necessarily mean in one shot, uh, you know, you have a different flag and different everything. Kind of like an amicable divorce, you have shared custody, you do have what to do with each other, but mainly you keep to yourself and you self-separate. That's where it needs to head. So red states and- are really red Red communities, even within blue states, are really red. Like when when Donald when yeah. Donald Trump took office in 2017, there were the fewest Democrats in elected office in America since before the Great Depression. 
Did, did, did the local governments in San Francisco and Oakland, Alameda County get together and say, oh, snap, man. I mean, I guess we've got to move right. No, dude, they just communisted on and, and said, let's, let's actually now fund tranny homeless. I mean, they just, they don't yeah. care. They didn't change their way of life because literally Hitler was in the White House now. We need to behave this way is what I hear you saying, right? Exactly. And your intro was the quintessential issue, the border, the legal immigration issue for why, A, we got to do it now. You can't afford 250,000 illegals, over 100,000 uh, drug overdose deaths. The crime, it's insane. You know, it's part of the Declaration of Independence. Governance by the consent of the governed, the notion that other people could invade unilaterally assert jurisdiction, drop a baby and have that become a citizen against your will. Um, that violates the the essence, the foundation of the social compact. So they violated it. We can't be constrained and say, well, there's nothing we can do at a state level. Remember, San Francisco and the like, they said, screw it. We're going to become a sanctuary for illegal alien sex offenders. So this is a classic example. And now that the Supreme Court certainly is not going to help, the states need to get together and say, as DeSantis is calling to do, by the way, and saying we're going to work together and just return them back to Mexico on our own. We're going to get rid of them from the state. We're going to uh, uh, convene grand juries to uh, convict those who smuggle. Okay, so what could, what could Greg Abbott, what could Greg, Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, Doug Ducey, the Republican governor of Arizona, what could they do right now, right now? Right now. So you know how many thousands of people are getting kicked out of the military in those states? Texas has a state guard distinguished from its national guard, cannot be federalized. That's their own thing. It's part of the Constitution. You could have a state militia. Arizona could qu create one as well. Could you imagine the recruitment that if you would, rather than promoting be all you could uh, not be with the tranny stuff and uh, be all you, know, you all weren't? The, That's the new thing. We went from be all you can be, be to be weren't. all you never were. That's the new thing. Yes. Imagine if you had a Texas and Arizona state guard that was full of toxic masculinity, full of everything a military should be. And you are like, we are going to recruit not to defend every other freaking country except for America, but your own country and your own state. And on behalf of the rest of the country, your own border. Could you imagine the recruitment to half of them would engage in removals? And, and Carrie Lake running for governor in Arizona is promising this. And half of them would hold the line at the border to interdict the bad guys. And that is it. We have no other choice. In other words, starting my question, where is Jefferson's seventh principle in the declaration? How, do, how does it apply nowadays? We don't have a culture of violence. We don't want violence. We certainly don't want a civil war. What it means is using the structure of state autonomy to engage in interposition and merely reset to where things should be. I'm not saying they arrest people without due process now, so we should go, go and arrest their people. Correct. No, but we have the right to evacuate ourselves from the consequences of their breach in the Constitution, their ill-gotten gains, however we do it. And we must not be constrained in doing that by the by the contract that they refuse to uphold mm. that's where we need to head todd you have any thoughts well uh last year our show motto was the answer is us that's the most encouraging and scary thing about this the answer is in fact us and if us does something 
we win. If we sit by and continue to polish our idols, we lose. Steve and I have had this conversation for years. The reason why Steve's ugly American thing is so refreshing is because I know, and everybody on this that listens to our show knows, it is not his prime directive. He does not believe it is his right to watch college football. He does not. He does not believe it's his right to play video games. He believes those are things he can do as part of his life once he's been honored God, once he's been a good father, once he's been a good husband, once he's been a good citizen. And simply put, the, a lot of even people who consider themselves conservatives ultimately default to not believing that they say they do but at the end of the day their idols are polished just as shiny as anybody else's and being that ugly american whatever version of that is is just sitting there walling july 4th is the picnic and that's it and if it demands anything else of them to stand up listen and i put my name on it in my local school district i have done everything i could to live up to the ideals i preach on this show but I'm, I'm largely alone. No one shows up. They sell, they'll tell me privately they like what I'm doing, but there won't be any sacrifice, which is why at the top of the show I said, well, you have to say it out loud, and you have to say it out loud, and then you have to act on what you say out loud. If you are not willing to do that, it doesn't matter if you say you're a conservative or even vote conservative. You are the problem. There is no system that will save you. You must put in the work. That's what being, being a citizen effectively means. I remember in the, the days, and maybe this predated the security state enacted in airports after 9-11, but the phrase, and you still see it in airports today, if you see something, say something. Our mantra needs to be, if you see something, do something. Whether it's in your church, local library hosting a drag queen story hour, nope, nope, not going to happen. Church didn't mention positively Roe v. Wade being, being overturned. Why is that? Say something there. Maybe do something about that as well. Do you know who your local police chief is? Do you trust the people on the city council or your mayor to appoint a police chief that that actually you know will uphold the law and you know keep your community safe? If not, why not? If not, are you willing to put in the work to replace those people who are appointing? Or do you know your county sheriff? Do you know who he is or who she is and what they stand for? These are important things, not just the state legislators. And you have access to those people as well. You can be as annoying as hell to those people and get results in, in some circumstances. If you see something, do something. The time for outsourcing this to, to, to our federal elected officials, that is long gone. I don't know if you've been paying attention. The time to outsource this is long gone. If you see something, do something. We are too eager and we're we're too used to institutions that traditionally came from our side of the political septic tank. We're we're used to waiting for them to give us all clears. We're used to waiting for them to tell us like, okay, it's all good. Or waiting for them to just preemptively and proactively act on our behalf. We started off this show saying that the answers to the future are often found in the past. That document we started the show with, the Declaration of Independence, government by the consent of the governed. They declared it in an affirmative sense, but that exists in an eternal one. You always get the government you deserve. You always get the government you comply with every single time. It doesn't matter what form of government it is, what era in which we live, what customs or language you inhabit or speak. You will always get the government you comply with. The amount of tyranny you are willing to comply with, you will have imposed upon you. The idea of just that, well, they'll tell us when it's safe. I'm sure they won't lie to us. Were you not awake? Shall we say, well, okay. during the last 28 and ongoing months, 
No, they will not. It is time for us to tell them. More in a moment. The Glenn Beck Program. Greetings, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, founder of Rough Greens here. And the miracle of our dogs is that they don't want our money or our things. They just want to spend time with us. And Rough Greens can help with all kinds of health problems like stinky breath, achy joints, digestive problems, low energy, dull coats, just to name a few. Forgive me for saying this, but Rough Greens is amazing because the results are amazing. I formulated it with live omega oils, essential vitamins, minerals, powerful probiotics, digestive enzymes, and tons of antioxidants. You don't have to change your dog's food to improve your dog's health. Just sprinkle on a scoop of Rough Greens. Folks, I'm so committed to helping your dog that my dogs and I are going to offer Rough Greens for free. That's right. We'll send your dog a free Jumpstart trial bag, and yes, your dog will love it. You just cover the shipping. Hey, our total focus is to help your loyal furry friend have more time with you. Try our free Jumpstart trial bag by going to roughgreens.com. That's R-U-F-F-Greens.com. Taking a look at the state of American independence, heading into Independence Day weekend here on the Glenn Beck Program. We're the Steve Day Show. That's yours truly, Totters and Aaron McIntyre. Our colleague, Daniel Horowitz, here from The Blaze. Uh, we're having a roundtable conversation here in the second hour about the present state of American independence. We looked at the past last hour. Next hour, we're going to look at the future with a warning from founding father John Adams himself through the miracles of modern technology. We've also got a big announcement next hour about how you and, uh, and us can partner together to try to preserve our American history and heritage and pass it on to future generations so that they don't perish from that lack of knowledge. So that's coming up next hour. But gentlemen, I want to close out the about five minutes we have here with some practical stuff. You know, Daniel, we talked about what governors like Doug Ducey, I'm sorry, uh, Ducey uh, in Arizona and uh, Greg Abbott in Texas, uh, practical things that they could be doing right now. They, they could be doing it. And, and if you want, by the way, a case study and what the, what the doctrine of the lesser magistrate looks like or interposition looks like, it, it just looks like the Ron DeSantis uh, administration for the last three years in Florida. That's really what he has done consistently is interpose him, 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 himself and his office between encroachments from the federal government and big pharma. Uh, but I die, but I repeat myself uh, and uh, his own state. That's really what he's done. But what can individual people do like you know my daughter wrote a piece for the blaze uh today and talking about how you know what i'm just see if i can start a christian story time hour in these libraries and i'm getting a lot of rejections but i got my first yes so i'm doing it next week right what are some practical things that the people in this audience who aren't governor so-and-so or congressman so-and-so or state legislator so-and-so what can they do daniel i'll start with you here we got about three four minutes sure i mean focused force just like a drill bit a small area, if you focus on your county and, and even sometimes to an extent your state, there is not a lot of saturation. The, the, the big ticket items are federal. It doesn't take much. I, I've spotlighted a couple of these organizations on my show that do a good job of focusing like a laser beam on the state legislators, on, but not just in terms of elections. This is our problem. We're, we're focused on the Super Bowl you know, the first Tuesday, every November, every other November. And then in between those two years, there's nothing. 
every day you have much more influence pressuring, highlighting, spotlighting the legislation, the issues. You must do this. You must do that. You know, I just last week was saying, hey, you legislators, write a letter to your governor right now demanding he pull the baby shots. And we got some to do it. You could do things like that. You form a group of 10, 20 people, division of labor, so you don't get burnt out. You could easily do that. Connected to that is local conservative media. A lot of times you have no focus on what's going on, I don't know, in the Wyoming state legislature and Wyoming politically. You get a website out there, a number of people to work it, um, and you start really pounding, this guy's a rhino. This guy says he's a conservative, but look what he's doing. This is the big play we can make tomorrow. Here's how we could push back against COVID fascism. Here's how we could pu- push back against illegal immigration, against Biden's tranny orders uh, within the education system. Every day we have those opportunities to c- call the plays in the way they matter, on the issues that matter, through the people that matter, and at the time they matter. That's where it is. What we can't do is get sucked up in the Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, and Biden's president anyway, a rhino fake majority at a federal level with a system that's irremediably broken, and hey, who's going to be president in two and a half years from now? That is not going to work. What DeSantis is demonstrating is that if you only made the red states red in terms of its politics— you could evacuate yourself from 90% of these problems. DeSantis himself would be 10 times stronger if he had other states to work with, which he doesn't. Hmm. That is where it needs to be. Focus local, get get people together, form a group. And I don't mean focus on the garbage collection local issues. I mean the civilization issues where it matters in your community. Great stuff, my friend. Happy Independence Day. See you next week. Hour three coming up next. This is the Glenn Beck Program.